Hey everybody, welcome to Rebootleggers. This is a comedy-ish podcast where we make reboots of a thing that you probably didn't want to be rebooted. I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah, and I'm less hostile than that. <laughs> We're joined by a very special guest, comedian and podcaster Rebecca Frost. Thank you for joining us, Rebecca. Yes, thank you for having me. Now, Rebecca, you came to us, of course, as all of what? our guests do. Yes, all I approached you. <laughs> as all of our guests do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do not seek out guests, listeners. This is just a peek behind the curtains. We have a huge backlog of people clamoring for us, and we have never once... Giant hands. Never... What? We also have big hands. Yeah, I guess that's cool. true. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> oh, also, yeah, we're all in the same space, totally 100% in the same room. And anyway... Um, so Rebecca and I were talking before the show, and Rebecca told me about a movie called Harold and Maude, which um, it, I watched. Oh, did you watch it? I watched it. I actually, I really liked it. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but I, I really enjoyed it. Rebecca, I don't. Maybe you want to give the listeners a su- a quick summary. Have when was the last time you've seen this movie? Oh, the last time I watched it, uh, two thousand and eleven, maybe. Okay. Uh, because uh, it is my grandfather's favorite movie. And let me tell you a little a little story about my grandfather. Mm-hmm. I was living at his house for a little bit, and uh, I was eating cereal one day, and he sits down next to me and says, Rebecca, I want you to know that long after I'm gone, long after you're gone, and long after your children are gone, that Barack Obama was the worst president in U.S. Wow. history. Wow. Worse, worse than Jimmy Carter. Ooh. And I'm like, cool. I'm going to go back to eating my <laughs> kicks. Uh, and then we watched Harold and Maude, his favorite movie. I really thought that what he told you was going to be about Harold and Maude. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, no. And it's weird that he, this is the ho- this is his house that has Fox News on all the time. Mm-hmm. And Harold and Maude, which is like the garden state of the 60s. Yes, 100%. Is, his like most favorite movie yeah Maud in this is very she's like she's like a hippie basically she's like an old lady hippie who republicans would would hate i would guess yeah i assume so so essentially what it is is it's the story about this boy who is like obsessed with death and to be fair in 2019 that's not like too no. far off but you know 1960 whatever he's obsessed with death and his parents are super concerned and so he meets this uh older woman who is the very first Manic Pixie dream girl. Yes. And she's like, live life to its fullest and ride a bike on a bus. Steal cars. Steal cars and smoke a cigarette. Like, live your life like there's no tomorrow or something like that is the message. And uh, I'm pretty... Do they... It's not ever explicitly said. Do they bang? They bang. Yeah. It is not ever like explicitly said, but pretty sure. They're in bed smoking cigarettes unclothed together after after a scene. So I'm pretty sure they banged. Oh. I do not remember that. Maybe yeah. I blocked it out. Yeah. And then there is a scene. Cause, so then Harold decides he wants to marry Maude because he's in love with her. Harold's only supposed to be like 22 or something. Like he's mm. very young. He looks like Asa Butterfield. And there's this scene where his priest is very upset with it. Like, it does this, like, montage of people telling him they disapprove. And then the priest segment is, like, three times as long as everyone else's. And it's just the priest getting increasingly angry and sweaty, telling Harold how he's he hates imagining Harold's tight body with this old lady. (laughs) (laughs) 
it was one of the like that scene i was like how is this movie not made like this year because that scene like i laughed so hard at this priest like he he specifically says like you're t- imagining i get sick imagining your tight young body intertwined with this like wrinkly old lady and i was like oh wow God. they're just getting right into that commentary and this was in 71 a movie far ahead of its time <laughs> it was it was out of nowhere um but so then mod decides she wants to she wants to die when she turns 80 and she kills herself which upsets harold and then he drives his car off a cliff but he bails out at the last second and then plays his banjo on a cliff and the entire movie is scored by cat stevens yeah <laughs> so frank see also they establish in this movie that somehow mod has she has key she has a key for every model of car I don't know if this means that in the 70s, like, cars all had the same key or whatever, but she, because she just goes around stealing cars. She doesn't own her own car. She just shows up places and then drives away with someone else's car, and she tells Harold she can do it because she has, she says, like, some of the newer models I don't have keys for, but all the, Mm -hmm. like, old ones I do. That was a thing, but it was, I don't think it was, like, one key, one model, but it was, like, good odds which i didn't know which is funny so harold also uh he he goes to funerals a lot which is how he meets mod because she also goes to funerals a lot and then harold buys a hearse and he drives that around and then his mom uh harold is very rich frank you should know this he's basically lives in like where rebecca where are they supposed to live are they in like california or somewhere on the east coast i had no idea where they were supposed to live Maybe that's the maybe that's the purpose. Like you know, when it follows how uh, the movie is set up to be, like it doesn't necessarily take place in any specific time that's or any true. specific place. Maybe that's the vibe they were going maybe. for. Maybe that's a good point. I just like because so his mom is he basically lives in a castle. He's definitely in America, but he basically lives in a castle. He's very rich. His mom is constantly like they call it. Uh, I think they call it computer dating. Where he, mm. his mom like fills out a questionnaire for him and sends it in, and I guess the gimmick is that computers match you up with your ideal matches. Like it's a matchmaking service. Yeah, yeah, because his mom wants him to get married. Um, one of his things is he keeps pretending to commit suicide and like leaving his body where right. his mom will find it, and she just does not give a shit. She like sees him and she's like, oh, that's. She just ignores it. Like he'll be dangling from a noose and look really gross and she just ignores it although there is one that's time that's just harold yeah that's just harold there's one so time harold's he... like the proto-goth yes yeah. very much also, so also this is a little on the nose but uh san francisco is where this takes place oh okay perfect i guess we i guess we knew uh so he drives a hearse his mom gets rid of his hearse and buys him a jaguar and then he modifies the jaguar to look like a hearse so he he's got like a hearse a, a, a jaguar hearse which actually actually looks pretty rad uh and then he and mod just like do stuff they like plant trees and um harold i think is also a magician because at one point he lights himself on fire and Hell then yes. um, shows up he like he so kills- he's proto chris angel <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and it's weird. He walks around saying mind freak, like, all the time. (laughs) Except he says it, like, really, um, if you can imagine, Frank, he's very monotone and just stares a lot. Because he is the proto-goth, so he's just, yeah, kind of just mind freak. (laughs) Is your mind exploded? Is your mind freaked? Um, He mostly will, he pretends to kill himself anytime one of his mom sends over, like, a date for him to to talk to. Mm -hmm. And then... There's one point where 
the third date he gets set up on is an actress who immediately can tell that he's just acting when he pretends to kill himself and she's like super into it and then Harold freaks out a little bit. And that's mm. nice. That's a fun twist. But he's so like, anyway. I've never gotten a boner while doing this, so I don't know how to like approach it now. It it really just sets up the rest of the movie. With that, let's get into our first segment called Love It or Leave It. Love me or leave me or let me be lonely. And this is what we talk about, what we want to keep and what we're going to get rid of. So, Rebecca, what what's what's something that you want to keep in this movie? Um, so I would really love to keep just the concept uh, that this kid is obsessed with death. Mm-hmm. I really want to keep that. Okay. Frank, what are you interested in about this? Frank hasn't seen it. Frank refuses to watch any I've not, movie. I've not seen it. Well, mm, you're kind of you're making this seem one-sided. We, we, in the past, if me and Scott have both seen the thing we're talking about, we forget that some of our audience has not seen it, and we kind of... We kind of end up gating the episode. So by keeping one of us in the dark every time we have a guest on. One of us is you. One of us is asking questions (laughs) and being the audience member. You're always. It's usually me. It's always you. Scott usually says, I'll watch it. And then I go, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Is it because. So let me let me ask you this. Is it because you don't care or is it because you do want to keep with the concept of the podcast. Frank wants to be the audience surrogate is what he says it is, mm-hmm. which I so respect. So people can put themselves in your shoes. If, ni- if neither of us remember what it's like to not see a movie, <laughs> then listening to the episode if you haven't seen the movie is like just uh, is, is just a loss. Okay. Because then we'd all be talking about scenes that people don't know about and things like that. We used to reboot movies that neither of us had seen because we felt we didn't need to do any more work than the people who actually write reboots do. Right. But right. then uh, it turns out it's very hard to to be funny if you haven't seen the thing that you're that you're using to be funny. But also, isn't that the spirit of podcasting? Is talking <laughs> about things that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. That's true, and we are two white guys, so that's double true for Perfect. us. Perfect. Yeah, so that's perfect. Maybe we should go back to doing that, Frank. Maybe we can both be yeah. the audience surrogate and the podcast. Maybe we can both. We 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 the thing is, if you go back to our early episodes, whenever we both haven't seen a movie, I don't want to say it's e- worse. We end up making a teen detective squad. <laughs> it's either a like, teen de- <laughs> over and over and over. It's either a teen detective squad or a team of people who use who fight with giant robots. It's always a team. Yeah. And there's detectives or robots or both. We kind of have our defaults that, if nothing else is filling those slots, we make a teen detective squad and or Transformers. So which one of those do you want to do to Harold and Maude? Yeah, I was going to say, what you can't see is me crossing out frantically my notes. And <laughs> at the top of my notes is Harold and Maude detectives, question mark. And then right under that is Harold and Maude 9000, the robot right. story. Now, we could do a Harold and Maude buddy cop movie that's that's allowed okay because they don't because they're not necessarily or robot buddy cops okay harold is very robotic in this let's let's save it for the next segment frank i, I need was like to know. yeah i've got idea i've got mm-hmm. ideas have... i've got ideas for the next segment <laughs> i need to know frank what do, what do you want to keep or get rid of what oh keep or get rid of i can do get rid of now i guess so rebecca you can do a get rid of too as many as you want oh perfect I want to I want to get this kid out of San Francisco. Oh, I want to okay. put him in a different element. Where would you like to put him? Well, I Hawaii? don't know. That's not the segment. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. That's a good point. <laughs> I want San Francisco is 
a place where it's okay for him to do this because it's like that's San Francisco. Sure, sure, sure. I want to put him somewhere where like LA. His antics would be met with hostility. Well, oh, so L- not Portland. LA, they just put him in a movie. <laughs> not Portland. I'm thinking not Portland, not Boulder. We'll figure it out. Okay. Or I want to lean in very hard to the goth angle. Like like Marilyn Manson, like go all the way out. Okay. That could be <laughs> you want to <laughs> Now when you say Marilyn Manson, you really you want him to be Chris Angel, right? Yeah, well, if Marilyn Manson did magic, I think he'd choose to be Chris Angel. <laughs> You're leaning, like, super hard into Harold being a street magician. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's also Frank's thing. <laughs> it's street, close-up street magic, specifically. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've d- Frank has introduced magicians at least a couple times. We did do a reboot of Father of the Bride, where it's... Um, <laughs> The two families are the the. Oh right! <laughs> instead of Steve Martin owning a shoe company, he is a he's a magician, and his mm-hmm. daughter gets married, gets engaged to a magician debunker. Oh no! Yeah, you can imagine how Steve Martin would handle that. So Frank, is it? Do you do this because you secretly like want to be a magician? I I want to believe that there's more to the world than what we see. <laughs> okay. You know. So then, what's your opinion on the uh, "Now You See Me" movies? Oh, oh I love them. <laughs> We've talked about <laughs> "Now You See Me" too. At the, the end, podcast. when when Mark, I don't want to ruin it. I'm sorry. At the end, when Mark Ruffalo goes, "By the way, magic, magic is actually is real. real." Oh my god, <laughs> I lost my mind. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've talked. Did we reboot those movies? I think we did, or we at least talked. <laughs> or about we just them talked about it on our own. Yeah, yeah. Frank loves those movies. I know they're awful, but I love them. Yeah, cool. Put a pin in it. Reboot. Re- do an episode where you reboot those bad boys, or yeah. do they even need to be rebooted because they're instant classics? We can make a. We can make one called "Now You've Seen Me," <laughs> a retrospective of the past. You know, and a real missed opportunity too for the second one to be uh, "Now You Don't." Yeah. Right. right? You don't even need to commit that hard. Now you see me too, colon, now, now you, you don't. don't. Right. You could at least keep the original title. Yeah, it was... It would be the step up to the streets of the Now You See Me movies. Is Woody Harrelson in those movies? He yeah, is he's, indeed. he's the bad guy, yeah. Okay. Now now to... Wait, no. To now to see me to furious. See me. <laughs> is... now, you see, now you see me Tokyo Drift. Is... Now you see me too fast, too furious. Is Jesse Eisenberg in that movie? Yeah, and let me be yes. the first to tell you, I have the weirdest crush on Jesse Eisenberg. Okay, good to know. Put him down for Harold, maybe. Um, oh, maybe, yeah. Okay. I was, I just get, I get Now You See Me and 21 mixed up in my head all Dude, the time. Dude, so do I, except okay. that I love, but 21, because the, the, the kid in 21, he looks like if Jesse Eisenberg Wait, it's not was Jesse Eisenberg? from a more no, boring place. No, isn't that Jim place. Sturgis? I yeah, thought it was Jesse Eisenberg in both. Here's the thing. I've seen neither movie. He looks like if Jesse Eisenberg didn't look... If Jesse Eisenberg did a makeup run to have to blend into the, uh, the background of a crowd, he would come out looking like the guy from 21. Okay. Interesting. Why do okay. I get these movies mixed up? Just because they're both about cards, I guess. There's cards in both of them. There's, card, there's, there's cards, cards on the posters. And, so and there's fancy probably... tricks in both of them. But in 21, the fancy tricks is mostly brain. I also think about uh, Lucky Number Slevin. Oh, yeah. That oh, that pops up in my mind. How Again, much, the how, cards. How much math do they do in 21? They don't. Frank. They sh- Oh, like at least seven. Oh, yeah, wait, no, they I meant, say I meant, numbers, but they don't. I meant to say now you see me because I knew that twenty one was supposed to all be about math, a, and then is a uh, card I said movie. the wrong movie because again, they are the same movie you, in my head. 
Now you see me, it's mostly just using the cards to say like, is this your card? Oh wait, I'm standing in a pool of lava shaped like your card. No, there's a helicopter in the air and it shines a, a flashlight beam that says four of clubs. Is that your card? Is it their card? It usually is. Okay. Also, the, ma the math is mostly involved when uh, they're counting the money that they have stolen. <laughs> not, not in the actual heist, just in the... Just in the counting afterwards. Yeah, just in the reconciliation. Mm -hmm. Just adding, profits. just adding numbers together. Yeah. Good math. What are we talking about? Her what are so, we getting rid of from Harold and Maude? So I don't know what I want to get rid of. Here's also what I want to keep. I want to mm -hmm. keep. I want to keep all of the Grand Theft Auto that occurs. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. She drives very fast, Frank. Whenever she does steal cars, there's a scene where she she illegally to parks. Harold to Maude. Yeah. <laughs> She le she illegally we'll parks a car that she stole. The police she just walks out and then they come back and the police are there like investigating the car, and she just like and Harold's like oh shit it's the cops and she's like oh don't worry about it and she like goes up and talks to the police as like a nice old lady, and then she gets into a Mustang in front of the car that she was driving before and then just drives off very fast with it and the cops are like what a weird old lady and she leaves Harold behind no Harold's with her. Okay. Harold very quickly becomes desensitized to breaking laws and um, getting getting in trouble with the police. Because they do get pulled over by a motorcycle cop who then she does donuts around until he falls down and then she drives the away. The cop falls down. He falls down wacky. on his motorcycle. It is very wacky. Yeah. It's when they're on their way to plant a tree that they stole from the city to put it in a forest. Is it the kind of thing where, like... Like, the cops don't actually bother Maud that much because she's old? No, they don't know who she is. She just she just gets away with it. Like, they okay. don't know that she stole that Mustang that she drives away with because they didn't see her drive up in the stolen car. So there's a chance that she's, like, mesmerizing them somehow. You want to you wanna make her a, a I want to make her a magician. But also, magician. is it a commentary on us as a society where we tend to ignore old people? Probably. Yes. Prob she's probably. twisted this into a kind of dark power. Yeah. Much in the same way that, um, ah, shit, I had it. There's another movie where somebody does that. What's that movie with, uh, isn't there a movie where Morgan Freeman does a heist with, uh... Welcome to the fun segment where we call, uh, what's that movie? <laughs> oh, shit. And we what vaguely discuss, movie? uh, movie plots. You remember, Morgan it's Michael Caine, Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman and Alan Arkin, and they do... Oh, and it came out, like, two years ago? Yeah. Going in style. It's called Going in Style, directed by Zach Braff. I just need to tell you. I'm sorry. What? what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, Alan Arkin. I went to Google this movie, friends, and I typed. I meant to type Morgan Freeman, but instead I typed movie and hit enter. <laughs> <laughs> and did how did that work? Um. Also, Frank, you're a damn liar. <laughs> directed by John Turtletaub. Damn it, Frank. Was it written by Zachary Braff? Zach Braff is nowhere to be seen. Frank, what the hell? Going in style 2017 because it's a no. remake. Oh. 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 Where I Googled Morgan Las Freeman Vegas. was not in the 1979 movie. You're right. Wait, you Googled Las Vegas? I Googled Last Vegas. Last oh, no, Vegas. No. Last Vegas is Morgan Freeman and Michael Douglas. Oh, uh, Michael Caine that's not the is British movie. and Michael, he's, he's Alfred. What a fun typecast to aspire to mm -hmm. you're old and so now they you only get cast in old people robbing banks movies mm -hmm. oh morgan or god it's a, it's, a, it's a fine line to walk yeah uh okay so we're keeping grand theft auto frank wants to get rid of san francisco we're also keeping what was the first thing you wanted to keep rebecca that he loves uh, death 
That he is obsessed with death. Okay. Yes. Is there anything else we need to keep or get rid of? Not that I'm trying to move us along. I'm enjoying where we're going. Uh, I mean, I'm com- I'm coming up short. Okay, Frank. Any anything that you any any last or are you just you we just have waiting to keep to- the. I want to keep the specific death by sleeping pills as a commentary on the opioid crisis in America. Oh, just getting real into it. Oh, yeah. I do. I do want to get rid of Cat Stevens. Okay. I think we need to update the soundtrack. Sure. Sure. Yeah, they even foreshadow that, Frank, because when he first meets her, they're at a funeral for a woman who died when she was 80. And Maude says, I'm seven. She says, uh, I'll be 80 next year. It's a great age. That's a great age to die. And then on mm. her birthday, like Harold's throwing her a birthday party. And she says, like, this is goodbye. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I've already taken the pills. It's done. And then he rushes her to the hospital. And then and then she dies in the hospital. And it's it's kind of sad because, you know, Harold's 22. This is the first woman he's ever loved. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a person dies. It's kind of sad. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Well, it's kind of sad, but it's I kind mean, of not because she wants. So. She, she is old. Mm. It's more that she wanted. Speaking to, of like, commentary on how we treat the elderly. All right, I feel like both of you <laughs> are just ganging up on me right now, and this is not why I started this podcast. It's not. <laughs> oh, you you started it. We're doing this now. Um, I'm just a guest. I'm just. You just invited me in off the street. That's true. We saw Rebecca walk by outside. I said, "Hey." And, yep. and that was that. I didn't I didn't have any good dialogue. Dialogue is not my strength. That's more Frank's strength. I also have no concept of stranger danger. No. <laughs> anyway, let's get into our next segment called When and Where. And this is where we talk about setting and genre. Uh, ignore the pause there. I'll cut that out. It doesn't mean that I forgot the name of that segment. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> So, Frank, you want him out of San... Or, no, Rebecca, you want him out of San Francisco. No, Frank wants him out of San Francisco. I, I want him out of San Francisco. Collectively, we we can all agree San we. Francisco kind of sucks. Okay, where are we, we putting want them? Him out of San Francisco. Where are we putting them, friends? So, I, I suggested Dallas. I like that. Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't put up with that, that goth Chris Angel shit. Dallas is not interested in street magic. No. I'll tell you that. I'll <laughs> tell you that from experience. What's the... <laughs> What's the opposite? So when something is the blank capital of the world, what's the opposite of that? So, like, okay, well, let's do a search. The magic capital of the world. That's got to be like... I uh, swear to God, Hollywood, if Disneyland right? comes up, I'm going to be pissed. It's got to be like Vegas or oh, Hollywood. Oh, wait, no. Okay, hold on. Oh. Known as, known as the magic capital of the world, Colon, Michigan, Colon, Michigan is the site of a magic supply house known as Abbott's Magic Co. Uh, I just want to take a second to appreciate this town called colon me as well colon michigan magicians buried here is this is the type the name the title of this article magic capital of the world colon col damn it (laughs) comma comma magicians buried here now which magicians are buried here that's what i want to know oh god frank harry blackstone jr and Mm. his father harry blackstone senior those are the only two magicians those, buried those in are... <laughs> hey they're a big deal because that's that's one one fourth of harry dresden's name so you know are they i've never heard of them so are they a big deal well i've never heard of them either but in the dresden files they're a big deal apparently hmm. because harry was named after blackstone his name is harry what is it frank harry blackstone copperfield harry blackstone copperfield dresden but the harry is harry houdini not harry blackstone yeah please continue well, to explain to me the plot of the Dresden Files. Um, I'd love. To. You don't want to open this. <laughs> box. How much time do you have? You don't want to open this box because we'll do it. 
Uh. Um, so we're putting him not in colon Michigan, but Dallas, the anti-colon Michigan. The What's anti-colon. the opposite of a colon? Is there a town called Mouth? Oh, <laughs> almost definitely. Opposite of colon. Uh, <laughs> town called mm. Mouth. There are a lot of UK towns that end in mouth. And I just want to know mouth. Boca Raton, because Boca means mouth. Hmm. But okay. it, it means the rat's mouth is what Boca Raton means. Ah. Well, that's, I mean, that's even more the opposite then, right? Because it's not even a people. <laughs> but aren't, Matt, are you saying that rats are in no way magical? I'm saying rats aren't people. <laughs> well, well, hold on. Just because they're gay and they can get married now doesn't mean that they're not people. That's true. Apparently, sorry, I was wrong. Raton is mouse, not rat. So it's uh, Boca Raton. Google says it means mouth mouth. mouse? Google says it means mouse mouth mouth mouse, but I'm pretty sure the way Spanish work. Well, I guess it would be Boca de Raton if it was the mouse's mouth. We are so off topic, and I'm not complaining. I'm just... I'm just letting you guys but know. We generally agree that Texas is not a fan of magic. Texas of any, of probably any. hates magic. I'm just going to Google Dallas magic. and magic, I'm, magic is not something that the Christian God bestows on a person. Now, and so it is. Well, here's I Googled Dallas magic. And on July 13th, guys, at Confetti Eddie's Magic Parlor, they do have an experimental magic Sorry, show. rewind five seconds. Confetti Eddie? Confetti Eddie. Confetti Eddie. Eddie. Eddie has confetti, Eddie and has this is confetti. the place. And he's please, doing... please, Confedward Edward was my father. You can call me Confetti Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank, there's a Magic the Gathering tournament at DreamHack Dallas 2019. So, oh, okay. that DreamHack, that's perfect. DreamHack. So, also, I mean, there's, there. there's a place in Ohio called PP. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, how close do I live to that? <laughs> Oh wait! Here's the opposite. Here's the opposite of colon. Are you ready? Are I am you ready? so ready. It's a town called Booger Hole, West Virginia. <laughs> oh my God. Do people live there? Booger Hole, West uh, Virginia is one hundred percent where our new movie is. It's in Booger Hole, West Virginia. <laughs> so, so here's uh, okay. So. In the early 1900s, the town was full of outlaws and plagued by violence. Several people were murdered and, di- and more just disappeared altogether. So today, the town's a major destination for ghost hunters. The legend oh, says yes. that it, many of the townspeople... This movie is writing itself. <laughs> the townspeople <laughs> attributed the murders and disappearances to the boogeyman. Oh, my God. And so God. that's probably why it's called... Is that where the boogeyman lives? Is in a booger hole? Is I guess. Why hole. didn't they call it boogie hole? I guess because then it sounds like it's a dance place. Then it sounds fun. And yeah. then it, then it's honestly the town from Footloose. Right. We're all going down to the boogie hole. The town of Footloose after they renamed the town after Kevin Bacon showed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're now boogie we're now boogie <laughs> hole, Utah. <laughs> this high schooler had a school dance. So now we're renaming the whole town. Hope you're happy, Kevin. <laughs> and Kevin's, it's a shot of Kevin just drinking alone. This isn't what I wanted. <laughs> this got too out of hand. This escalated so fast. <laughs> the prudes were right. <laughs> God never wanted us to dance. Because <laughs> then we get boogie holes. Okay, Booger Hole, West Virginia, the, the antithesis of magic. But there is a lot of supernatural there, apparently. What with the ghosts. Well, that's why they hate magic, because magic made the ghosts, obviously. Well, oh, there we go. That's right. There we go. Okay, so um, what's our what kind of movie are we making? We do we we say this this segment is also about genre. I feel like rarely do we actually establish that, but I feel like it's important here. Are we doing yet another Sad Boy meets the Manic Pixie Dream Girl reboot? Are we doing 
are we going for that hard indie vibe like we did in our Hey Arnold reboot, Frank? Or are we going like, are <laughs> are they magician car thieves? Are they both magicians? I didn't, I didn't Is, think about that. Okay, which one? So you want Harold to be a magician? And well, I don't know. Mod Maybe they're like both his, magicians. Maud is his assistant. His assistant Maybe, getaway Maybe Maud's a ghost? Whoa. Maud is a ghost. Whoa, Frank. He goes to funerals, and he meets her at a funeral because all the funerals are at the same cemetery, and she's just haunting the cemetery. And so that's yeah. how he does all of his magic tricks is because no one else can see her, but here she is lifting, oh, levitating lifting and moving oh things. Oh, my God. Yes. This is the, this is this is the magic right here. What we three are doing. This is the magic. Um, so he, Harold commands forces beyond his ken, right? And something is going to punish him for it. Does he command them or there's are an they external? Like... Uh, I mean, commands a loose. I feel like no You're man right. commands. Maude is Maude is definitely into it. She's willing. Yeah, but <laughs> I think it's also, the most fun. There does need to be like consequences for dealing for mm-hmm. messing with the afterlife. Oh sure, like. I mean, he's he's pissing in God's eye right now. Is it pit, is that the expression? Spitting in know, God's eye, I, I've heard I is what it. I've heard. But I, I like you more. Thank you. That's really nice of you. <laughs> so he 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 says. I think he just says at some point, "I'm bigger than Jesus," like uh, you know, like the Beatles. Or like there is some point. Okay, so there is some part where maybe uh, Maud is carrying him over a lake, and so it appears that he is walking on water. Oh, and he announces to the crowd, "Where is your God now?" Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Does he does he do something that David Blaine couldn't even do? And then David Blaine sends him like a, a postcard that says like, "I know what you're doing, and we're and we are going to stop it." You think David Blaine? Like the the greater magician community has a pact to not use ghosts. Oh, and so they can just tell. <laughs> so David... uh, it it's also been a while since I've seen this other movie, but we're not venturing into incredible Burt Wonderstone territory, are we? Oh, where he's gonna get? Uh, it's he probably not because it's also been a long time since I've seen that movie, and I don't remember anything beyond. Is Steve Buscemi in that movie? Indeed, he is. Right. So, in case you need a uh, a refresher, please. Steve Carell is a Vegas magician, and uh, and he and his partner Steve Buscemi, they're Vegas magicians. But then a, a hip young street magician played by Jim Carrey comes That's in and right. like, starts to kind of take over as king oh, yeah. magician. Oh yeah, he shoots himself in the head with a nail gun. Mm-hmm. And That's Olivia right. Wilde is there too. Okay, and Olivia Wilde is there too. Okay, so is are are we saying that Harold is our Jim Carrey coming in and shaking up, shake? Well, but this is the Booger Hole of West Virginia is the there. There's no magic here. Pe- magicians don't come here yeah. because of all there, the ghosts. Harold right? needs a reason why he came to probably Booger because Hole. he doesn't give a fuck about the rules. Or is he just a young boy who has stumbled into magic and oh. uh, using the dead to assist him in his magic? Where and then. Uh, more powerful and more famous magicians catch wind of this, and they come to Booger Hole, West Virginia, to say, "Hey, you need to knock it off." Hey, Booger Hole, what if he, he meets Maud and then becomes a magician second? So, okay, yeah, I was if he was a magician first, it could be maybe he couldn't get his magician's career off the ground, so he's like, "Whatever, I'm gonna go move to the most non-magical place ever. I'm giving up," and then, oh, okay, but then he can meet Maud, and Maud can convince him to like. Not give we can we can still keep that element of like Maud pulling him out of his depression, mm-hmm. and Maud can be like, no, don't give up your career. I'll of course be. You could do magic deer and like 
Yeah, that's not how she talks, though. She's not a kindly old woman, Frank. She speaks her mind. Of course you can do magic, dear, and then she picks up the vase. <laughs> it is it is the tenor of your voice, which I was which I was critiquing. Thank you. Okay. Um Okay, so You got me, I don't <laughs> Frank can't really do. Um okay, so what have we what's have we settled on a genre for this movie? Is this like a thriller? Is it a comedy? Is it an action movie? Is it still somewhat a rom-com where we, what, what do we want to put this in or do we not know? I feel like we need to keep elements of a rom-com because mm-hmm. let's be real. I'm going to need a sex scene where he bangs a ghost. Sure. For sure. Yeah. The movie ghost establishes that that's fully possible. Yeah, exactly. Do they bang? In I mean, they, they could have it. The whole or was the, the connotation. Was the pottery scene just like a metaphor for what was really going yeah, on? Yeah, they were they were doing it. Okay. Okay. Um mm-hmm. got it. Okay, so some rom com, I think I mean this movie might just have it all. It's gonna be kind of funny. Does instead of stealing cars, does Mod just possess cars? Oh my god, then it's Knight Rider. Then it's, it's Knight Rider, Rider yeah. a little bit. And she talks to him in the radio. Now does her voice come out or she, does she change the stations like Bumblebee? Oh, it's got I think it's her voice. Yeah, I think it's her voice. Because while she might while she may be immortal and have a concept of uh current music, I feel like it would just be confusing to her and she wouldn't want to communicate with Sure. with current music. Right. And plus, can I just I, I don't want to derail this too much, no, but you can. Bumblebee can't know which words radio stations are about to say. That's not how it works. Uh, oh my god, Bumblebee's a precog. He's a precog. Frank, his his he can think faster than you or me. So he's he's hearing it and changing the channel at exactly the same he time. He hears someone say like uh and then he switches really quick. He's very fast. He really? intercepts radio waves. What they should have done in that movie is she should have just given him a mixtape with a bunch of common words and phrases, and then he could have yeah. just jumped back like, and forth. Like, like a learning English cassette tape. Yeah, Yeah. this tape just says, you're my best friend, over and over <laughs> again. And also, um, we have to defeat Megatron. It's got those two phrases. One's on the B-side, though. Um, <laughs> we have to defeat my best friend, Megatron. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> She's like, wait, hold up. And then he says, man, he'd have to like learn how to chop words in half to get them to be other words. Okay, now, can we get Bumblebee into this movie? Because it kind of sounds like, can Maude make the car she has, she has, just bear with me on this. When Maude is possessing a car, can she tr- make it transform into a robot? Wait. See, I don't think so. See, I don't think so. Okay. However, <laughs> Bumblebee is in the town of Booger Hole, West Virginia. She inhabits Bumblebee. <laughs> And he can transform. In the movie, in the actual source movie, Scott, you describe that Maude peels away in a Mustang. Bumblebee's a Camaro. How about we change that to a Camaro, get some funding from Chevy. You you don't think we could get some funding from Ford? Bumblebee's not a Mustang, so... Well, in... We're going to go talk to Frank, Chevy. Clearly right? you haven't seen Bumblebee, the movie Bumblebee, about Bumblebee, because he turns into so many different cars. Three different also, cars. However, in this year, 2019... There's a lot of electric cars. Are Ooh. we going to be kind of pigeonholed into, hey, we got to represent saving the environment, so yeah. we have to make mm. it an electric car. Is he an electric car? So does Bumblebee transform into a Nissan Leaf? <laughs> <laughs> does does this town, 
This, I'm just, this is way out of left field. And then field. Harold says, I'm a leaf on the wind while he's driving. Is Booger Hole, West Virginia, the world's first entirely green town that is powered by 100% sustainable energy? And I thought then, you were going to say powered by ghosts. Frank, That's if you where... had let me finish my sentence, I would have said we learned that their renewable energy is ghosts. Yes. Okay, yes, so like it's people. Yes. Okay. They are, and so now. So now this is an adventure movie this, slash it, mystery. It becomes an adventure movie where Harold and Maude discover. Maude, Maude's like, hey, ghosts are disappearing. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Harold can at first say, who cares? They're ghosts. And then we can really get into that commentary of people don't care about old people. And these, because these people are so old that they're dead. And mm-hmm. we thought that they were disappearing because they completed whatever it was that they were stuck on this earth to do and now they're going up to heaven but in reality they're trapped inside the the the, the uh, thing the electric cars and oh, uh yeah all, all the electric kind of... batteries have a ghost inside oh man oh. can Harold so every can Harold okay. hear the ghost screaming every time a car I was just turns gonna on? say that there's no way <laughs> he like he like he like goes to open the trunk and there's just <laughs> just Okay. We have taken so many turns at this. This is this is the best writer's room I've ever been a part of. Um okay, so so now Harold is he still is he still he's still a magician, a failed magician. Hey, also, I'm sorry that I'm stuck on this, but is he going to have sex with the ghost yes, or with of the course. car? Oh shit. Oh shoot. Mm. I'm I'm so sorry that I'm stuck on it. The low hanging fruit, the easy thing is just tailpipe, right? No, no, but it's an electric car. It doesn't have a tailpipe. Doesn't have a tailpipe. Does well? well, Hold on, we can get Maud can go into a hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) There's 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 options. Can she go into? Come on in. The water's fine. Yeah, and then she's got like jets to work with what if mod could only possess cars because she was a car thief in life but that she and does it's a fun play on her name so instead of m-a-u-d-e it's m-o-d oh shit she's yes. modifying oh cars God. yes and that she does frank to your point she does possess a limo that has a hot tub in the back oh okay. there we go just just for you buddy and but so then um now frank does every ghost have a category or is it psychosomatic for for, for mod <clears throat> Ooh, i so you <laughs> Like, how do you mean? So you mean there's a ghost that can only possess iPads, and there's a ghost yeah. that can only possess pencils, and there's Each a... Each ghost has a thing. So Depending w- on no. how you lived your life on this earth determines how you what get... What your powers are as a ghost. Yeah. Okay. So I like like, like, like like, tons of people can do headphones. <laughs> Very few people can do cars. Yeah. Yeah, cars are for people who are always on the go. One, There's one guy that can do planes. Frank, I just want to back up. Do you you think you uh you think hot tubs are like real fuckable? <laughs> Compared to car, I mean, you got uh, the only thing you got jets to work with, right? <laughs> That's true. I guess you jets, do got jets. It's, to work it's with. jets yeah, are like the next so best jets, thing to hands. Jets are jets are like an exit only though. Like there's only stuff coming out of jets. <laughs> yeah, no, I, like I'm not. I'm not so saying you gotta it's perfect. fight your way into a jet. Is that what you're telling me? It's it's about just getting in there. It really any way you can. Okay. <laughs> Gross. Uh but uh, uh this is what we're here for. Okay, so Frank, Rebecca, 
Is this gonna mm-hmm. be is this gonna be a Pokemon situation where Mod or Harold is collecting every type of ghost? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Because it's only him what and I Mod. think is it's a gross realization that society as we know is it as we know it is run on the ghosts of old people. Right. Okay. Right. I forgot that we that we said that, and I still like that. So yeah, this does is that mean, this is a Soylent Green thing. So does that mean that um? So are the ghosts? Are, so the ghosts that are like powering electric cars, those are just any type of ghost, right? It's only like yeah, they just slam them in there. It's not like okay, okay. So th- so that's that's why they're screaming. It's the wrong. They're thing. just ghost batteries. Like the batteries have the ghost in them, and then those batteries are they're universal at this point. I think Booger Hole mm-hmm. Booger Hole West Virginia is so technologically advanced that they just got plug and play everything you know the ooze from the ninja turtle movie the glass tube you know i do that's that's what a ghost battery is now (laughs) or or is it a monsters inc situation where they're going around collecting collecting ghosts like yeah okay both work so so then who is the bad guy who who is is this person who invented this ghost technology well let's get into our next segment about called who can it be who can it be this is where we talk characters and casting. So let's first up, who's our villain here? What's his deal? Is he is he an Elon Musk analog? Oh my god, yes. Monsters Inc. really kicked off something for me. What if I'm not talking about sexual fantasies here, Francis? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then, there's not okay. one hot tub in Monsters Inc. <laughs> there's still, not a single hot tub. Still Monsters Inc.'s different idea. So <laughs> what if ghost batteries are the hot new thing? And the company that the evil company that makes them specifically has a plant in Booger Hole to just suck up all the ghosts. But nobody knows that they're ghost batteries. That's like kind exactly. of exactly they're a just big cool. Reveal. Right, they're cool infinity batteries. I think I think we've got our Elon Musk analog has set up his Smesla factory, whatever we want to call it, in in Booger Hole, and so that's where like all the electric cars are coming from, and then he expands into more and more renewable power sources and then we learn he's just he's just taking ghosts and putting them in mm-hmm. into into cylinders are the mm-hmm. are the batteries cylinders or are they like some unholy shape that makes it like really obvious <clears throat> excuse you me. know what would be painful is if they were shaped like ghosts like it's a fun ghost <laughs> shape <laughs> we just get really on the nose with it and then it's like yeah they're actually ghosts yeah, because there's because you know what there's gonna be people like me in the audience who don't catch twists right away. Right, that's true. And so we need that kind of foreshadowing. Yep. Okay. So his 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 company is like ectoplasm or what's what are other ghosts? Ecto power that was right there in front of you. Ah, Ecto power. Ecto power. Yep. But then, but then, is it too obvious? Do we ruin the twist because then somebody's gonna be like, well, that means ghost power. Or do we want do we want to give do we want that neckbeard? Well, in the Harold's gonna to find win? this out in the first third of the movie, because then the whole plot has to happen. Oh, okay. It's not. It's not a late twist. Okay, that's a good point. Mod, does Mod seek him out because she knows this and tells him? Well, or is it one of those situations where he strikes up a conversation with her and she's like, "Oh my God, you can see me." Oh yes, I like mm. that. Like a detective Pikachu. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's really fun. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> Okay, good. I didn't mean to sound so sad. Um, okay, so any, who's who are we casting as our Elon Musk? And I do need to know his name. So uh, Elon Musk, the character. Elon Usk. Elon Usk. That's good. And, and uh, I'm thinking of the villain from Venom, Riz Ahmed. Okay, yeah, he's good. 
Frank, he's in Rogue One. You've seen Venom. I've seen Venom, yeah. Okay. Um, or or also good at playing a villain, also in Rogue One, Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, Ben Mendelsohn, also in Captain Marvel, not a villain. Uh, yes. Spoiler alert, not a villain. I know, what a fun twist. What yeah. a fun twist for Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> ben, ben, Benjamin. They just call him Bendelson. It shortens everything. Um, okay. Yeah. Ooh. I want, I think I want um, Riz Ahmed because he's a little more charismatic and Elon Musk does have that, like, for a while he had that, like, he can do no wrong thing until very suddenly he could do so much wrong. Um, yeah, and I guess Riz Ahmed does look like the kind of person who would smoke a blunt and then release a rap about Harambe. Right. Okay. So who's playing... I need to. Who's who are our stars? Who are Harold and Maude? Who? <sighs> so Harold, how young are we thinking? Because we could go Jacob Tremblay. Oh, real young. Like real young. That's the kid from. Is he the kid from Iron Man three? He's the kid from Room. Oh right. Who's the <laughs> way younger than what I was thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's also he he. I've got him on the mind because he's in that like new baby super bad movie. Oh, Brightburn? No. no. Oh, uh, Superbad, not Superman. Superbad is a comedy, Scott? Superbad's about dicks. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah, it's like three 11-year-olds uh, doing Superbad-esque uh, adventures. Now, so I want to remind you that Maud Harold does have to f- fuck, fuck uh, a ghost. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Uh, the film is called Good Boys. What if we just got, I said it earlier, what if we just got Asa Butterfield because he looks exactly like this kid, this this original Harold? You, but you, I feel you, like you mention you ha- him a lot. I feel like you've got an obsession with Asa Butterfield. I just think yeah. he's I, And see and see Rebecca picked that up very fast and I've I've known this for a few weeks. <laughs> Frank, the only reason I brought it up that week is because I had watched Harold and Maude the day before we recorded. <laughs> but no, I mean I mean, okay, look, look. Guys, look. If listen, if look. I mean, stop. Is stop, Asa Butterfield stop. your hot tub? <laughs> oh my god. No. Well, what? I mean, he's okay. twenty-two. What if, you can say yes. Have you I'm seen gonna him guide in, us back. I'm just gonna guide us back. Have you seen him in glasses? <laughs> I'm just gonna guide us back. What if we got some star power in Tom Holland? Okay. Yeah. This is what I want. This is what I want more than Asa Butter. Asa Butterfield. Definitely. Are you just saying that because we gave you a hard time about Asa Butterfield? No, I do love Tom Holland. Spider-Man's my favorite. It's like if I told you we were going to put Brie Larson as Maud. Oh, my God. Well, let's think about it. <laughs> now, hold on. Could, she, could we put her in old makeup? I feel... Uh, Is that disingenuous to the role? Or would, does, does Maud's ghost look old or does Maud's ghost get to look however she wants? You you look how you look when you died, and I'm, if I'm gonna say Maude died at the ripe old age of 79, she's right. gonna look like a 79 year old mm-hmm. woman. But and the she, sleeping pills are important because then there's no like broken bones but or like holes in the face. Here's my question: One, how long has Booger Hole been the most technically advanced, uh, environmentally Ghost safe town town in the world? Two, did that extend to medical technology? Does 79 year old Maude look very good because of their medicine? Although, why did she die then? So here's here's why I think let's meet in the middle and mm-hmm. get somebody who, like a Marissa Tomei or a Michelle Pfeiffer, who mm-hmm. was like super hot, right? Mm-hmm. And is now old, but still kind of hot. Still can get it, yeah. Yeah. Should we? <laughs> I don't know. Marissa Tomei would be interesting only because she is Aunt May, but then that could get weird when, when Tom Holland does have to fuck her as a hot tub. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if we just got Helen Mirren? There we go. I think that's, that's, that's the one. Yeah, there we go. That's, I think the, that's one. the one. Turns out it wasn't that hard. Now She'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, I want to know, Rebecca, also, where are we putting Dylan and Cole Sprouse in this? Here, so I've thought a lot about this. Oh, good. And I think they should be um, Harold's two dads. They're very young. It's the town of Booger Booger Hole. Hole. So now we're getting into like an in time situation as well, where everybody is old but but young. I'm not upset about this. Frank, do you remember the movie In Time with Justin? Boy, I don't. It's like if someone took the phrase time is money and then made it a movie. Yeah. And they didn't call it Just in Time, even though Justin Timberlake is in it. Even though he's in the movie. Oh. A society where people will stop aging at 25. Okay, that's the shortest Except, premise for anything I've ever read. But all right, you haven't. One you, wait, you really haven't seen that movie or heard no? Of I, it? I, I, I have not. It just seems so much like a thing that you would know a lot about. I don't know whether that's an insult or not. Me neither. <laughs> so they're his two dads, and they just don't know what to do with their their weird goth boy Harold, who is. Yes. <laughs> I just yes. I just realized Tom Holland is going to have to like be a goth, which is great on a couple levels. One, because then we get yet another actor who played Peter Parker doing weird emo goth stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But two, because I just think Tom Holland is so not goth that this will be very fun. It'll really stretch his acting capabilities. Right, and he's, you know, he's young. He needs to get that flexibility in early because it's very hard to gain flexibility later in life. Yeah, you don't want to be typecast as Peter Parker the rest of your life. No, because then you only get like two more movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got our bad guy who's Riz Ahmed, we've got Dylan and Cole and Maude. Do we need any other characters in this movie? Are there any just cameos we want to make ghosts? Anyone you guys want to see as a ghost possessing something? Well, does Harold need, like, a spunky best friend? Oh, is that not Maude? Well, so Another one. He needs a guy in the chair. He needs, like, a person chair. best friend. He needs a guy in the chair. Should we just get the guy who played Ned from Spider-Man? No, we got to... Well, Move no, on. I feel like kind of we feel like we need to like venture out and maybe get some women. Get out of the movie. MCU and get some women in this movie. What if we yeah. got Abigail anyone... Breslin? Abigail Breslin works. I was gonna say anybody from Riverdale, but Abigail Breslin works. Okay, what's her deal? What's her? Is she? Uh, is she like a medium? No, Harold's a medium, kind of. Uh, I I want to say she's a skeptic. Okay, is she real mm. into computers? Yeah, she's real into, like, science and not the paranormal and the metaphysical. And so that's why the combination of science and the parents, like, science and ghosts, like, blows her damn mind. It explodes it all the way out. And what's, what's does she Does she scam ghost hunters and, like, sell them non-functional gear for money? Ooh, I do like that. She's just a, she's just a real punk. Like, 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 she sells them a Geiger counter and tells them it's a ghost sensor? Yeah, she's got, like, a blue streak in her hair. Oh, for sure for she sure. does. Um, and what's her character's name? Tab. Christine Angel. <laughs> Christine Angel. <laughs> Christine, Tabitha Christine Angel. Because mm-hmm. then when we learn her full name, because then it's not a pun literally every time she says it, just when she reveals what her full name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's much better. The single the single payoff. The single payoff. Okay. Any other any other characters? So we've got two dads, uh, Maude, Tabitha, um does does the villain have like a lieutenant like a like a like a flunky person does he have like a like a uh what's the word i'm looking for frank like a vice captain if like a, you will like a henchman or a stooge yeah but like the guy who's in charge of the henchman and stooges. lieutenant is usually pretty 
You didn't like Vice Captain? <laughs> Vice Captain. I was, well, I guess if he calls himself Captain Milan Usk. <laughs> that's a, that's a, <laughs> I feel like he might. It feels like a thing that Elon Musk might start doing any day now is just starting to refer him to himself as some sort of military rank or doctor. Mm. He'll either start calling himself Captain or Doctor. I'm calling it. Who you is he? So who is Elon Musk like really good friends with? Okay, let me Elon Musk. Best let me think friend. really hard and these ignore the typing sounds. All I can think of is uh, how he like dated Grimes. I, that's exactly where my head went too. Does Elon Musk date a Grimes equivalent called? I need like a synonym for Grime. You know, like yeah. slime. Yucky. Yeah. <laughs> Yucky. <laughs> <laughs> Grime synonym. I don't want the definition. Google, be grime. Google, Google is crud. just like Elon Musk has run crud. one friend, and it's Larry Ellison. Yeah, that's what I found. Okay, here we go. Dust, filth, muck, soot, crud, gook, gunk, smudge, smut, crud, and gunk are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I like those. He's dating. He's dating very popular pop star gunk. Elon's father. His name is Errol. Oh. E R R O L. Where are they from? South Africa. Oh, okay, I've heard the name Errol because Errol Flynn like is Errol an Flynn. actor. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So who? So is he dating? Is he dating? Do you want him to date Crud, Gook, or Gunk? <laughs> oh wait, I thought we were still naming his henchman. Oh no, yeah, I was naming his pop girlfriend. star girlfriend. And personally, I like Crud. I like Crud, crud. too. Okay, so he's dating Crud now. Frank, do give me his. Larry Ellis, or his his top henchman. Well, I thought that was going to be Gunk. Oh, no. It's got to be... Gunk is his crud, which is his pop star girlfriend. Because it's a... You get it? Because it's like Grimes. Yeah. You get it? Okay. Do you get it, Frank? Yeah. So he he, he needs a different Frank, monosyllabic. I to, uh, Frank, I need to know that you get <laughs> Frank, it. Frank, I need to hear you say it. Do, you do I get it? <laughs> I think I get it. Okay. Um, What's Larry Ellison do? Be rich. <sighs> Be friends with Elon Musk. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, he looks like... Or so Elon Musk is also very good friends with the Walgreens executive, Kathleen Thompson-Wilson. Is... Oh, Larry Larry Ellison uh, founded Oracle. Oh. Oh. Boring. Wait, the Java thing? I don't know. Oracle, the multi-billion dollar company, yes. But they do that. They They do java stuff right they do do java okay i just know oracle because of programming so his best friend i'm just gonna i'm just gonna it's 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 rob Lowe. it's it's rob Lowe. i don't know why okay and okay. it's rob Lowe. it's it's rob Lowe. It's, it's not it's it's, it's actor rob Lowe. it's rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah rob Lowe. yeah yeah it's very good okay all right okay and i think i think there's a scene where he his best friend is Rob Lowe because he's, he pays he's Rob, Lowe Rob Lowe to, to act friend. as his friend. Right, yeah. Are to you, be Rob Lowe his friend. So you're you're saying in this world Rob Lowe needs... He pays Rob Lowe 10 grand a week to be his friend. Oh yeah, who wouldn't say no to that or yes to that? Okay, all right. Any other cast before we get into our plot? Because this is this is where this we need to plot this sucker out. So I do, I do because the original Harold and Maude... Uh, Part of its defining characteristics is um, a soundtrack. We do need oh, right. like one per, like we do need a single person on the soundtrack. Moby, weirdo. Oh, topical. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Moby news. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, are you aware of the Moby news? I'm not aware. I, 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 
Did he you said, know the Moby dated Natalie Portman? I uninstalled my Moby news app. He t- he says that he dated Natalie Portman, and she says, no, we did not. Oh. And then he doubled down. Yeah, he's really doubling down on it. He's like, yes, we absolutely did. She was 12. Huh. Yeah, it's, uh, so not Moby. Post Malone. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to, but that's, that's really good. Yeah. What if yeah. we did, like, is Lord still a thing? Ooh, I do like Lord. That's the right aesthetic, for sure. Lord can sing about ghosts. Lord yeah. probably already has sung about ghosts, dude. Ooh, or, into it. or Billie Eilish. She's singing oh, about ghosts. Oh, you know who else sang about ghosts was Kesha. Yep, that is true. What if... We, we gotta pick one of them. We gotta pick one of them. Okay, um, what does your heart tell you? Like, in your in your deepest heart of hearts. Hmm. Who's the best really... equipped for a ghost soundtrack? Like, three, two, one. I'm digging Lord. Okay, Lord. Frank, did you say Emily Blunt? Uh, no. Okay. She can sing. Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins, she... doing the soundtrack for our Harold and Maude. <laughs> she's in costume the whole time she's in the studio, even though no one will ever see her. Yep. Okay. Let's get into that final segment called What's Going On? What's going on? This is where we plot this this sucker out. I'm very excited for this. So, Rebecca, start us off. What's the opening of this movie? How do we begin? How does was Harold already in Booger Hole or do we do we begin with him arriving in Booger Hole? So I think our movie begins with like a montage of him through the years, mm-hmm. um, kind of dilly dallying with magic, mm-hmm. and his two dads saying, "Hey, cut it out." Uh, so he's then... always lived here because they've always been young and beautiful, Cole and Dylan Sprouse. Now wait, yes. hold up, hang on. His two dads are identical twins. Well, let's not put too much of a focus on it. Okay, one of them the wigs exist. <laughs> We're gonna have a makeup department. Okay. I just, I'm just amused by the fact that I, I didn't even think it was a problem until now. Uh, okay, so it's or maybe two- they're just two brothers who want to raise a son together, like oh, Full House. Like okay. Full House. I they can put, do Full they House. They put both of their stuff in a cup, mixed it up, put it in a lady. <laughs> and oh, they one made of them the child. Out, they didn't. One of them came okay. out victorious. Okay. <laughs> they I promised thought- to never check. <laughs> Exactly. But also, it doesn't matter because they're identical twins. So their yeah, DNA either is... Yeah, one of their kidneys would work. It's a win-win. Their, their, their DNA is identical, so... But you know, like, Dylan's looking at him every now and then going, that son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Continue. Um, so, montage, and then we see him, like, fail on stage? Like, aggressively fail. Aggressively like, fail. It is the turning point of his life where he is like, I am not going to do magic anymore. I've wasted my life doing this. I'm so sad. I'm going to go, uh, wallow in my hobby of attending other people's attending funerals. funerals. And that's when he meets Maude and she's, she's like mystery science theater, just commentating the funeral. Yes. And he's like, wow, rude much. And yeah. she's like, wow, you can hear me much. <laughs> and then they're like, whoa, it, does she? So she just looks like a regular person, or does she like? Is she like translucent she and see glowy? Through. Wait, did we cast a mod? Helen Mirren, Betty White, Helen Mirren. Right, sorry, sorry, Helen sorry. Mirren. Not Betty White, Frank. No, I don't remember. No, no, no. That, 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 Frank, did you see the fan poster? Is that why you made that joke? No, I don't. If what? you Google Harold and Maude, in one of the image results, there's a, a a fan poster for a remake which has Betty White and James Franco on it. That is two people. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so uh, did we say she looks normal or does she look like a ghost? 
Can he tell? Uh, no. I think if he could tell, he wouldn't treat her like a normal person. Fair, fair point. So he's yeah. like, can you shut up? And then someone else turns around and says, can you shut up? Oh, wacky, wacky, wacky. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, they, you know, get to talking, and he tells her all about his troubles, and uh, there's a fun segment of the movie where she's helping him do magic, and he kind of regains his popularity as a booger hole West Virginia <laughs> magician. Uh, but then in a moment of uh, kind of solemn seriousness, she laments to him that all of her ghost friends are disappearing. Yes. Uh but they started disappearing around the same time that this uh, new Milan Usk factory popped up. And uh, we're starting to wonder if there's any kind of correlation. Okay. Does Harold drive like an old regular car as an act of rebellion? Like he refuses to drive an electric car? Oh, no. This son of a bitch takes the bus. Oh, even better. I guess him drive him intentionally driving a, a car that used regular fuel would mean he's like actively hating the environment. So that works. So at what yeah, point? Yeah, so, oh, so, yes, okay, so there's a scene where he's like, I'm late for my bar mitzvah. Or I'm late for a bar mitzvah where <laughs> I I'm am performing. 22 years old. Oh, my okay. own bar mitzvah. <laughs> no, like, he's getting my bad, that is my bad. I'm no, getting so re mitzvah. He is late for a bar mitzvah at which he is performing. And Maud is like, well, just get in this car. I can, uh, I can haunt this car and get oh, us perfect. there and he's because he's like oh, the next bus doesn't come for 30 minutes so she's like get in this uh chevy or whatever sponsor we wind up getting right and that's how we find out that she can inhabit cars and, and we won't we won't even bother addressing the fact that mod can possess cars but she somehow doesn't realize that ghosts are being trapped to power them like we won't even talk about that because i don't want to get into the science yeah we never said she was smart <laughs> the science of magic yeah um okay so then maybe at one point okay so then he'll discover ghosts being trapped because one of the cars she possesses like breaks down or something like she can't get it to run so then he's forced to open the hood and then he hears the ghost screaming inside yes exactly and here's there's got to be a scene where he goes into the factory right Mm -hmm. how does he go into the factory he's the entertainment for their work oh party. hell yes oh mm. hell yes and that's when they use their fun sneaking around opportunities but oh and that could be so but also wouldn't the factory have like ghost detecting equipment to make sure that no ghosts are getting out wouldn't so then the, he's got to oh, find a way snap. to sneak her in do you know how do you know how how she inhabits him oh shit Oh, yes. And then there's a whole wacky scene of how she's like, oh my god, is this what it's like to have a penis? And then is that how they fuck? Like, do they just, does he just stand still and just kind of. Nope. Never mind. No. Never mind. There is a hot tub. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So. Yeah. So while while they're sneaking around the factory, they come across the hot tub room. (laughs) And Helen Mirren inside Tom Holland is like, I got to check out this hot tub. And he's like, no, 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 no. And so he is kind of like unwillingly all up in this hot tub all while Helen Mirren ho- is like getting her rocks off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing that a ghost would do who hasn't felt the touch of a physical, of, of physical touch. Haven't in... felt the touch of a hot tub in many decades. <laughs> it is. No. Hot tubs are like, there's food, water, oxygen, hot tub. Hot, hot tub. Then... 
love is the hierarchy. Is the hierarchy. now you did say physical touch, mm-hmm. which reminded me of the song Invisible Touch, which is also like a ghost. Is Phil Collins doing the music? Well, I really no. want Lord to do it. Lord, Lord's doing the music. Now we could get Lord to do a cover of Invisible Touch if that's what you want. If that's what you want, I to use very, your one cover. I token very offering. much want that. Okay, I very much want that's that. That's your token for the year, though. It's still worth it. Okay. <laughs> now is the security force of the Ghost Company Ghostbusters? I think they're do like they, what's Do they have the backpack? I think I think it is a wink to Ghostbusters, but it's not like the Ghostbusters. But they do have the backpack is the thing. Yeah, they got the backpack. So you they got, can where, suck away they can suck away Maud for a second. Well scene. now Yeah, it, oh there we go. Now then you're talking about Luigi's mansion, Frank. Because in Ghostbusters their backpacks do not suck. They just lasso them and then they lower them into the trap. Luigi has a vacuum that sucks up ghosts. Do you want Luigi to be doing the ghost sucking? I Guess <laughs> I'm just getting real pedantic <laughs> about this ghost capturing technology. Yeah, if there's something to be pedantic about, it's not this. It is not the ghost capturing technology. Oh, my mistake. Okay, so we've got them Ghostbusters. Now, at some point in this movie, Mod's got to get captured, right? That's got to be like the the climactic thing is Harold. Harold loses Mod. He then is he going to have to de- find the the real magic in himself, which may or may not yeah. be real magic. He has just, to do one thing without Maud's help and prove that he's like he has to become not he has to become his yeah. own magician to then sneak back into the factory and shut it he down. He has and to save freak Maud. his own beam. He has to freak his own <laughs> into winning. Not to steal any, not to infringe on anyone's any other podcast's copyright here. <laughs> Yeah, okay. he's got to learn that the magic was in him all along, and the real magic was the friendships we made along the way. Right. Okay. Or the real magic was magic. You want him to learn that is... he has actual magic powers. And then Mark Ruffalo shows up and is like, what up, Harold? I sensed you from across it's the me, way. Mark Ruffalo. From, you may remember me <laughs> from such films as Now You've Seen Me. Now You've Seen Me. <laughs> now, you've, now you have seen me, a retrospective. <laughs> Maybe Now You've Seen Me. <laughs> That's the name of the movie in this world. Yeah. It's like yeah. a Spider-Verse situation where we just slightly change the names of a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to watch that movie again tonight, by the way. It's a very good movie. You should watch it on the It's regular. not a very good movie, but oh, it is. Oh, I thought you meant the Spider-Verse. <laughs> no, I meant Now You See Me. Okay. Well, you know, you're an adult. You know, if you play them at the same time, they sync up. What? Interesting. Um, okay. Is there any plot beat that we did? I feel like we skipped a lot, but do we care that we skipped a lot? What are we? What are we missing? In he this he, movie? he finds the ghost, and then he goes like, "Oh, I gotta stop the ghosts." And then Maud gets captured, and he learns how to. Oh, he's got to enlist the help of Abigail Breslin. Oh, right. And right. she's right. like, "You're full of it. This is not a real thing." And he's like, "Let me show you." And he opens her mind to, to the ghosts. concept that science and ghosts are indeed one and the same. Do they go to a club for ghosts that humans don't know about? It's just an abandoned building. And the ghosts are just possess- – that's where he learns that different ghosts can possess different things depending on their predilections in life. So it's just an empty room full of, like, iPads. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hovering objects <laughs> smashing into each other. And- Furbies. Oh, God. Who would possess – Your one annoying friend. Your one annoying friend would possess a Furby. Because they were annoying in life? That's the only reason yeah. why? Okay. Yeah. I feel like every person who owned a Furby has a story about their Furby, like, waking up under their bed during the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and trying to strangle them, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, Frank, they don't have arms. Oh, hold on a second. Who makes who dinner? Oh, god damn it! <laughs> you tell me, buddy. So Milan Usk has to invite Harold over, make him dinner, and then try to shoot him. Maybe it's just no. It's just an establishing scene. Elon Musk has just a random like 
foreman up a foreman or he who... no- or he notices that he that Harold has Maud the bestest most powerful ghost of them oh, all oh yeah so he invites Harold over to dinner and he's very nice and friendly and then she he shoots power him the with a gun extraction decade. with a ghost extraction ghost extraction gun oh so it's it's, it's a twist on the on the trope he makes Harold <laughs> dinner and then and then sucks up Maud yeah yeah the trope that exists in all movies not just ones mm-hmm. that we make up yeah <laughs> tropes exist for a reason right yeah so then so that's how he gets mod and and that's when maybe that's when harold like really goes and recruits tabitha he's like my ghost is gone i need i need you <laughs> yeah and she's like i think you're full of it and he's like let me show you a thing Take he takes to her to factory. ghost club yeah and and then the factory she hacks in because she's you know a hackist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... And releases all of the ghosts. Oh, hell yeah. She releases all the ghosts. Then we get a scene where ghosts are just, like, possessing people and making them, like, punch themselves in the face. And And it is ghost pandemonium. And most of them are just jumping into the hot tub because they are ghosts and they realize they are now in physical form. And then, honestly, the end of the movie shows people (laughs) and ghosts living in harmony Living in harmony. Harmony, I said. Yeah, and then they they do... We're going to... Do we kill Milan Usk or does he come around? Well, if we kill him, then he becomes a ghost. Doesn't he get sucked into the ghost pit? Yeah. Like in Ghost. What's the ghost pit? <laughs> We're clear that there's going to be a ghost Is pit. Is that right? hell? What's the ghost like, pit? Like at the end of Hercules when he's got to swim into the ghost pit. But you mean the river sticks? <laughs> well, no, no. It, it won't be the Greek river sticks, but it will be the go- a ghost pit where the other ghosts are. And it happens to have a lot of sticks in it. <laughs> yeah. And the band sticks. <laughs> and they're playing Come Sail Away. I was going to say, do you mean physical sticks? Or when he dives in, is it just playing the best of sticks? Come Sail Away. It's sticks covers by Lord. Oh mm-hmm. my God, yes. Okay, so they won't ever mention sticks. It'll just be a thing for the audience to realize as soon as he dove in, yeah, like we, start hearing, we start hearing mm-hmm. sticks music. But it's also performed by Lord, so it's not immediately obvious until she starts saying Come Sail Away. Man, I really want Which to... is it not until about four minutes yeah. in, so it's going to be a ride. I really want a Lord cover of Come Sail Away now. Why does he dive into the ghost pit, Frank? What purpose does the ghost no, pit No, Milan Us gets pushed into the ghost pit. Rob Lowe kicks him in. Oh, shit. Yes, the last check didn't clear. <laughs> does he say, <laughs> does Rob Lowe say, you are literally the worst friend I've ever had? Rob, Rob and... Lowe says something like, get low. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You've just been grindered. <laughs> I don't get that joke. Say hi to Parks and Rec. Why Grinder, Frank? That was the name of his. Uh, you haven't watched show? the Grinder? I've never watched the Grinder. I thought you were talking about the app. I highly recommend watching the Grinder. I thought you were talking it's, about it's, the... it's, it's it's a good ride. What's it a? Okay. He's a he's a lawyer, but his nickname was the Grinder because he always won his cases. You know. But now he's that? down on his luck. What's that thing he's in commercials for all the time now? Is it Atkins? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I thought when you, for some reason when you said he's in a show called The Grinder, I immediately thought it was a, a game show and i don't know it why. is atkins oh no, but he TV does have too. a game show now doesn't he yeah he oh but mental samurai dude what okay oh, so boy. i uh 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 he has a game show called mental samurai where people have to answer trivia questions but they're in um they're sitting in these bubble chairs in a centrifuge and it keeps getting faster and faster as they have to answer the questions the questions get harder as the centrifuge spins faster. And Rob Lowe is standing still. And that's hey, called, I've got and a, that's called I've Mental got a, Samurai and not... It's called Mental it's Samurai. Weird. I've got a question for you guys. Uh, when you go to type in Rob Lowe in Google, what's the first uh, suggestion that pops up? Rob Lowe mouth? 
Yeah, same here. <laughs> Rob, I just get Roblo age. Huh. Yeah, what does uh, that say about you and me, Rebecca? Uh, I don't know. I'm if I Google it. Roblo mouth. Roblo stroke question mark? I, oh, straight dope message board. <laughs> huh. I don't know. I don't know why this happened to me. None of these results have anything to do with his mouth. No. Is Roblo deaf in his right ear? Roblo is not, not aging. Roblo well. is not aging uh, well. Disagree. Am I the only one Dis- on disagree. Reddit? Am I the only one who thinks Roblo's mouth sort of only works? No. Yes, I mean, yes, you are. Hmm. Anyway, huh? Anyway, back to our movie. <laughs> um, Frank, I just need. Why is there a ghost pit, Frank? That's where they store. You mean well, just the it's where they unit? keep? It's the it's the central like the vet. It's the central power Ooh, shaft. Or it's like you know, like you go fracking for oil. They found a a frack hole, but of ghosts. Oh, and so that's like just the source of, of where they're finding all these ghosts. Because it was an old mining town, and then everyone died and became ghosts. Follow up question: Is frack hole a real term? Uh, I mean. It's, I just, it sounds like it would be because we've got a thing called fracking. Um, frack hole. But frack hole just sounds, I really want it to be because it's very funny to me. Uh, Google is like, did you mean freak hole? I'm not, I said what I said, Google. <laughs> now what, uh, <laughs> that's, what's a, fr- how come it, did, mm, how did you spell frack hole? Because it's not asking me if I meant freak hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh f-r-a-k oh i put a c in there oh c frack hole well now i know what a freak hole is too oh um, now it's just what is fracking i mean i think i think we all knew what a freak hole was okay wait, hey wait urban dictionary has frack hole okay <laughs> oh good uh urban dictionary frack hole when someone gets pounded so hard their <laughs> asshole looks like an oil spill oh god okay so um does roblo say something about milan usk's as frack hole when he kicks him in what's the ghost get, he get says, fracked get 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 fracked get. there's got to be a ghost fracked. ghosty word i'm trying to get what's the ghosty right, version about, of what fracking if, what if, if shoddy got low okay <laughs> and then just kicks okay but only, oh because rob Lowe says that no right. we're good rob okay. Lowe says that but i i'm i'm gonna put the one the one qualification or my one condition is that throughout the entirety of the movie before this rob Lowe has to be constantly making puns on the word low like oh absolutely okay. like so, that's that is what milan Usk is paying him to do <laughs> yeah he says things like he's got friends in in low places and mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that's literally the only one i can Mi- think of milan why you why you feeling so low give, give me low five there we go any any other scenes or plot points that this movie needs to hit i don't I don't know if we if we hit. Does anyone has anyone written down any any lists of things that we said we were going to put in this movie? Probably not. No. no so he no. kick he kicks him into the ghost pit, mm-hmm. and you've just. Oh right. So I guess how does it, so how do we like what's the ending shot? Milan Usk is dead. Is that the ending, or do we get to do like? And yeah, Maud has to. Well, she's Maud, already dead. Maud and does she Harold come back? Well, we, we do have to keep with the original Harold and Maude, where Maude does leave Harold. Oh, yeah. right. Right. So freeing freeing kind of her sad. ghost friends was her purpose, and then she goes to heaven. Yeah, because that was her purpose, right? That's why she was still yeah. on Earth. She gets to go to heaven now. Okay. Good for her. All right, Maude. And is Harold very sad? Or does he and he but oh, he's, he's still, very sad. But he learns mm-hmm. he's like, I'm gonna he he's found his magic again, and so he's gonna keep doing magic. Yeah. Yeah, magic was the friends we made along the way, yada yada yada. Uh and Yeah, then... so then Harold's in a jail cell and he's looking Why? at a chessboard. And he's looking at a chessboard and 
and he's he he reaches out to the chessboard without touching it and then so he's Magneto. and then the, and then and then the pawn moves and then oh, he smiles and then to black but frank yeah. why is he in jail because oh okay because <laughs> that's how that's how it was in the other movie so he's got to be in jail he doesn't go to jail at the end of the original movie <laughs> who told you no that? i'm talking about x-men <laughs> oh x-men yeah <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> okay, so instead of, maybe instead of being in jail, he's just at the park, right? You know how the park has, uh, like, those chessboards set up? The park at the chessboard. Yeah. Yeah, so he's just sitting in the park by himself. And he pushes the pawn with ma- with Magneto powers. Well, well, and then, so, like, the opposite, so he's not playing anybody, right? So whoever would be sitting on the opposite <gasps> side of him moves a, a pawn. Moves a so he's not alone. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's Slam good. to black. That's good. Oh, I love that. And then um, Lincoln Park plays over the credits. Lord, Lord sings Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Oh right, <laughs> Lord, Lord singing uh, "Crawling" by Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yes. Okay, um, that's a movie. Um, so let's finish off with our. We still don't have a name for this segment. We do our food pairings, food and drink. We call pairings. it y- yum yums and dum dums. That's pretty good. <laughs> I think we could do better. <laughs> we can certainly do better. Maybe just every episode, it has a different name. So, Rebecca, as you may or may not know, we come up with a food and drink pairing for our audience members to uh, to consume while they watch this this thing that we have created. The only condition is that the drink has to be a flavor of Mountain Dew. Cool. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna suggest Code Red Mountain Dew and just a handful of sleeping pills. Okay. Wow. What are I was gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Booberry. No, Frank. Because they're because they're ghosts. Frank Rebecca. Scott. Frank Rebecca is our guest. <laughs> I mean, I do like dark humor. Well, let's do a quick Google search for Mountain Dew flavors. I was not prepared. <laughs> now, I do want to know: Is there uh, what if if you had to give it a, a, a catchy name? What would you call Code Red and Sleeping Pills? <sighs> the Mod Supreme. Oh, Supreme Mountain Dew flavors. I don't know why I have to Google this still after doing this we, so many we times. We Google it every week. <laughs> every week. There's uh, so many. Oh, here we go. Pitch Black. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Live Wire. That would be fun, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Wide Out. No, Code Red. Code Red. Classic. Um, you may be interested to know that most people choose Code Red for this segment. Because uh, I think it's the first one that they think it's of. It's the first one that's not regular. People aren't real connoisseurs like, like, like um, me. We uh, haven't even talked about the Mountain Dewmocracy flavors. Uh, I mean, we have in that we've mentioned them. Besides the winners, right? We could pick other ones. Oh, jeez. Like Mountain Dew Distortion. What color is that one? This is Key Lime. Oh. How come uh, it's not called does, Mountain does Dew Distortion? Amp, like, do amp flavors count? Oh, do, do they? Frank, do we allow Mountain Dew energy do drinks? Do amp flavors count? It's Mountain Dew. It says Mountain Dew on it, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll allow it. Yeah. Hmm. What's speaking to you there, Rebecca? Uh, none of these, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, that's the problem with Mountain Dew. What would Harold drink? I feel like Harold would drink a monster, if I'm being real. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this universe, monster doesn't exist. <laughs> I also just want to say, this is the most consideration anyone has given to this segment, and I, I, I do deeply appreciate, really appreciate it. it. Most oh, yeah, no, I go all. hard. I go hard. Oh, Amp has some organic flavors. They have an organic grape. Oh, it's just called organic grape? That's what it says. It doesn't have a cool, edgy name? What the hell, Mountain Dew? Mm, not that I see. Uh, I guess if I had to pick Live Wire. Okay. Because uh, electricity? Yeah, and like live, like living. Oh, living. Okay. Live Wire. We can, we can mispronounce it for this one. 
Or the way there's a throwback. It's, you know, the original Mountain Dew just in its old can, just called Throwback. Yeah, it's made with real sugar. Yeah, Throwback, because it's like uh, old. Because we're doing an old old. (sighs) This is really tearing you up. Yeah. All right. We could do Throwback or Livewire. Throwback, Livewire. Throwback, Livewire. We'll invent. Oh, you got to mix them into a Mountain Dew. Mix them up in a cup. In In a cup. Just like Dylan and Cole did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There we, there we go. go. We found bringing it back. <laughs> we found the connection. Okay, well, uh, I think that's gonna do it for us. Thank you, everybody. But so before we, oh, before, sorry. But, whoa, but whoa. I have one. I have. We have an official reboot leggers retraction to make. What? Because I have read the comments for now. You see me too, and read <laughs> the annotated production notes on the Wikipedia page. Oh my god. Director John Chu quote pushed very hard. To name the film, Now You See Me Too, Now You Don't, Lionsgate declined and overrode John Chu's choice. We bashed the movie pretty hard. It is not John Chu's fault. So it's Lionsgate. Fucking Lionsgate. How could they? Um, Okay. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoy this movie that um, I need it to exist. So if any one of you wants to just, you know, get together a budget and a crew and um, whatever you need, I can't I can't help pay for it. But um, we'll find a way we can pay for it in enthusiasm. Yeah, I will be super excited about this. Uh, And if that's all you need, then hit me up. If you like the show, please give us a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you know anybody who you think would love this show or just like even just like it, uh, you can tell them about it because that would help us out a ton. Uh, Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on. This was one of the most fun episodes I've ever done. I don't want to yeah, speak thank for you Frank. for having me. Uh, where can people find your work if they were so inclined? Oh boy. Uh, I'm mostly on Twitter at Joss Whelan. Um, you can also find me Big Shiny Podcast, bouncing around on places on the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network. Uh, I mostly guest on podcasts from now on. So. Wow, not to brag <laughs> yeah. or anything. Uh, well, you know, put in the time. Um, okay, um, so until next time, I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. And Rebecca, we usually end our episodes with a password for our listeners to get in next week. So if you could please provide them with that password. Uh, bugger hole. Mm-hmm.